Again, for anyone just joining, my name is Allison Petty. I'm going to go ahead and go into the coaching. And today's topic is all about the three things that you need to know that can make all the difference. Like, and I'm just going to preface this with in your health, in your mind, in your marriage, I don't know, parenting, swimming goals. If you got like running or swimming goals, these three tips and things can be in any part of life, but we're going to talk about them in relationship to health and weight loss today. And I'm going to be a little brief for a lot of reasons. One, um, I'm going to give you some time to really evaluate and collect some data. And so we're going to hop off and I'm going to allow you to do that. But the other reason why is my kids are home from school and they're off their like sugar crack binge. And I don't know when they're going to come into my office. It could be any time, right? So the three things you need to know that you're probably forgetting, and I'm not saying that in judgment because welcome to the human experience. There's a reason why we coach and teach to this because I have to remember as well. And the first one is this. It's super simple. You have to remember that it takes time. And you don't just have to remember this. You actually have to continually remind yourself that it takes time. So it's not enough to just acknowledge it. You actually have to be willing to consider it like every day, right? Um, Habits take time. It's work. It's actually really hard work. Um, And literally your health success and your weight loss, I liken it to playing the long game or like playing the stock market, right? So with your health, you put some deposits in and you expect immediate return, but we know that that's not how health works, just like it's not how the stock market works. We have to be willing to play the long game, but we also have to be willing to remind our brain of that, right? How many of you guys hopped on the scale today? May hop on the scale? Did you let the scale tell you something, right? I mean, we have an immediate reaction, whether it be good reaction or bad reaction. We allow the scale to give us data on what it means about our weight loss goal. But some of us, like the scale isn't really my friend. I make it mean all sorts of things. So I just choose to not get on. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. More on that later. (laughs) Um, But if I know that I'm playing the stock market and that I'm investing $20,000 in the stock market, I know it's not going to turn into $50,000 next week. I have to be willing to accept that this is going to take time, that it is an investment, and that I'm going to get little return on it until later. It's a lot like our health, right? But it will mess with you. If you don't remember to remind yourself of this and expect it and coach your brain on it, right? Because your brain's designed to tell you this is wrong. This should be faster. And when we think it should be faster, we start to shut down and think something's wrong. And then that's when you see people yo-yo or you see people program hop or decide to go and binge because it's not working anyway. But can you guys see how if you chose to believe that this is going to take time and I'm here for it, that when you see data that doesn't make you feel as good, you're able to coach yourself through that, right? Does that, does that resonate with anyone? You feeling that? All right. 
So that's the first thing you have to be willing to do that can make all the difference. And the second one is collecting data. We talk about this so often in our community, and I really want to just regurgitate this over and over again. Probably one of the most powerful things you can do in your life and in your health is actually give yourself looking glass, clear quality data. And what I mean by that is you have to be willing to not just look at the scale, but you have to be willing to look at your stress, look at your sleep patterns, look at your mindset patterns, look at how many extra steps you're getting or not getting, look at what's changing in your marriage or the way you feel, right? We have to be willing to do that and collect this little success data that has nothing to do with the scale. Because again, our brains are designed to really keep us safe and to give us these panic signals so we run away. (laughs) So if we're able to coach ourselves on that data, it gives you a more quality looking glass experience. So a good time to do this is in the morning in thought or prayer. I don't know how many of you have this as a regular practice. I, for one, I just sit down in the morning, I light a candle, I get centered, I ask myself, what, what, you know, what three things do I need to do today to feel accomplished? I set my energy, I notice if my heart rate's really high, I try to figure out where that's coming from, and then I think about what's for dinner, because I know at 4.30, my brain offers all, all types of corn dog and tater tot thoughts, right? So I tell my brain in the morning what's for dinner, so it doesn't insert what it really wants. Doesn't I don't win all the time, but more often than not, I win. So if you hop on the scale in the morning and it tells you a story and you're not looking at the rest of the data, then we're really allowing that scale to dictate our day, right? I love that. Patty says in the chat that stress can really take its toll. Yeah, and really one of the best ways to check in with that is to check in with it and to notice it, to notice the stress driving me today. And again, welcome to the human experience and the American experience. Stress is a driver. These are just facts, right? And it can drive us for the good and sometimes for the bad based on, um, you know, what's, what's happening. All right. So number three, the things you must be willing to do that maybe you're not doing. And this is my favorite. Again, the number one thing you can do in your life is to actually learn how to evaluate. And you have to learn how to evaluate the things that are working, because again, your brain's designed to tell you all of the BS. It's designed to tell you this isn't working. We should stop. This doesn't feel comfortable. I don't like this, right? Your brain's going to forever tell you that. And so what your work is, is to either spend time at the beginning of the month or the beginning of the week. I think in the weight loss phase, if you're in phase one of our program, I really think that done weekly, this is going to add so much value. You have to be willing to look back at your calendar and I'm going to gift you guys this exercise today. I want you to go back and look at your calendar and look and see last week, what did I do really well, right? What worked for me last week? Was I in line with my goals? What, what am I doing great? These are all the same um, way, the same question, just asked in different ways. What's working, right? What did I do last week that was great? What am I proud of? And then you have to be willing to look at, okay, but what didn't work, right? What didn't work? Where did I mess up? 
And then you have to be willing to look at the third part of this exercise and say, all right, so that didn't work. I, I had a plan for Halloween to not gorge all of the baby roots, which are the best. And, but I didn't do that, but today's a new day. So how could I have done that differently? Or what am I willing to do differently? All right. This exercise is the single most important thing you can do in your health. And I want to share with you why. Asking your brain to look at the ways that you're winning is so powerful because the scale is not always going to tell you the truth. And I got news for you. Your brain is not always going to tell you the truth. Your brain is going to tell you some lies about how bad you suck and how you ate the baby roots and what a big fat loser you are. True story. But I have to go back and look and see, hey, is that really true? What actually did happen? Was it a breach in my system? Was it a breach in my consciousness, right? Or did I just make the, like the, the choice to do the things? So go back and look and see what worked, what am I doing well, and then what didn't work. A prime example of this is that if you, what worked, maybe I meal prepped for the whole week, I had a plan for Monday through Friday. But what didn't work is on Wednesday, it's my late day, I know that I work long, and I didn't have a plan to maybe eat my lean and green at three o'clock instead of at eight o'clock. And if you're not collecting that data and noticing like kind of the holes in your boat, you're going to tell yourself the story that you suck and you're failing and that you're not cut out for this instead of ah, all week I did so great. But that Wednesday, when I have that late meeting, huh, maybe in part three of this, what I'm willing to do differently, maybe I could move up my leaning green on Wednesdays before my meeting. Huh, let me try that this week. And then you do that for the next week. And then when you go to evaluate it, you're like, well, hot damn, I did all my meals this week. I wonder if that Wednesday moving my lean and green up in the day, huh, maybe that was the solution for that. But if there's still a gap in that Wednesday, it might be something else. Maybe that's the day you have a therapy session, right? Or maybe it's the day that like, I don't know, you're in your kid's school. Something's happening on that Wednesday. And if it's not time oriented because you already solved for that, your work is to continue to collect this data week after week, playing the long game, investing in the stock market until you figure out what's happening on that day that's contributing to you kind of going off path. And then once you get that Wednesday down, In your next week's evaluation or the week or the month or the year, some of this stuff, listen, there's a reason 73% of Americans are overweight or obese. This is not easy work. It's not easy. You know, six months from now, when you figure out that Wednesday, or maybe it happens in one week, something else is going to bubble up and it is going to require this new version of you who's got their Wednesdays down to now figure out what the hell's happening on Tuesday. Your work is never done. Your health is like your laundry. Successful, healthy people evaluate this. And it doesn't take a ton of time. And this isn't doom and gloom and like you're always going to be in therapy for the rest of your life. This really is what successful people do to have long-term success. They're looking at the data 
they're evaluating it, and they're fine-tuning it. We do this in our business. I do this with my bookkeeper. I do it with the master coach team. I do this with my husband. We talk about what is working in our marriage. What did you have fun with last month? What kind of sucked? And I have to be willing to listen to what he says and not want to freak out. Um, but th- th- I do this in my marriage. And it, this, this simple thing can really dramatically highlight where the holes in the boat are so that you can focus on them. And this is the really beautiful thing. We have an evaluation built in for you. Would you believe me if I told you it was on the portal? right? For those of you who are clients in our community, um, we have a course, we have a Kajabi course, and in there, there's a self-evaluation link where you can look in there and you can look at this evaluation. There's an evaluation that's like a month-long evaluation, and then there's one that's more nutrition-based, making sure you're getting your best results. But without evaluating, what happens is your brain makes up stories about what's happening or not happening. And it really is an act of love and service to give your brain the clear, correct data so that you can move on, lose your weight and keep it off. All right, that's what I have for you today. Would love to hear any, is there any feedback or energy around that either in the comments or would anyone like a little coaching or support? through this or any any triggering thoughts come up for you guys no um i'm gonna guide you guys like i said into the portal to find the evaluation and if this freaks you out um good it should It's holding up the mirror because the thing is, is we can eat the food in the five and one. I mean, that's going to work. We know, we know that the nutrition is on point. It was made by doctors for doctors. For those of you who don't know, it was made at the bariatric clinic at Johns Hopkins university. It's legit science. The fuelings work, the macro balance works, but the real work is really the mind work. And that's where the coaching comes in. And it's really where the self-efficacy and the self-responsibility comes from that Dr. Anderson so masterfully coaches us on. And so again, I'm going to give you another plug for his call today. Um, And we have, again, the replay up in the page and you can catch the the replay or any of the recordings. Um, And then we're going to get those in the podcast or not in the podcast, but in the course as well. I'm going to check the comments real quick. And if anyone has questions or comments, you can just raise your reaction hand. It bumps you to the front of the class. Would love to know. I mean, this is this kind of emotional work. Does this trigger anyone? Anyone like, I don't want to do that. I don't either. What's up, Lynn? Hi. Hi. Um, I think one of the things that, I'm struggling with is um, my better half is a very spontaneous person (laughs) and planning is my forte. But after 20 years of marriage, the planning has gone away (laughs) because um, 
spontaneous go with the flow kind of lifestyle has um, kind of maybe taken more of the forefront, which is a good thing. I mean, I needed that for sure in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But getting back into that, being very strict with yourself is something that I've kind of tried to get away from a little bit in my life, just for my own mental health. Like I needed to get away from that strictness. And so sometimes I'm a little scared to start getting really nitpicky again with like the weighing of food. Like I I can go down the wrong path sometimes. Um, And I mean, I'll do it, but um, at times, but also, you know, or like charting and all of that, because I just, it's, it's scary. It can be a scary thing to go that way again. Yes. So let me ask you a couple questions. Are you on the five and one? Are you in phase one of weight loss? I sure. (laughs) That just means we have, we have four phases and weight loss is the first phase. And then once clients reach their goal weight, we move them in to a transitionary phase and then, you know, the different. Okay. So you're having, I'm chasing the five and one still. I love that you said that. So you're having the five fuelings and the one lean and green meal. And essentially, yes. Okay. In theory, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes. Okay. And you have a health goal. You want to lose weight. Yeah. Okay. What is your overarching weight loss goal? You meaning like number or how much weight would you like to lose to be at your goal? 10 more pounds. Okay. How much have you lost so far? Um, at one point in time, it was 22, but okay. now it's back up. I mean, now it's less than that, but yeah. Okay. So you lost 22, you gained some back and now you mm-hmm. have left to lose. But yeah. what's kind of happening is your brain's like, I don't want to measure. Yeah. And it, is it because like, do you have you, is it like not a safe place for you to be to measure? Like, is it not comfortable or safe or is it really just like a time management thing? Um, It's a safe place. That's okay. I have not, I'm not at that risk. Um, Okay. So it's totally uh, safe. You're fine checking it and balancing it. Okay. Cause the reason why I ask that for people listening, sometimes if someone comes from, um, like anorexia or bulimia, sometimes counting stuff is like mentally not okay. Trigger. Right. Right. Um, And I think more so it's, it's not a trigger in terms of a, of a health issue. It's more of a trigger in a personality trait. Okay. And that personality trait doesn't mesh well with my husband's personality trait (laughs) Um, on a daily basis. So I, I feel as if, so I'm worried that if I get that anal retentive in that aspect of my life that then things will start going awry. Okay. I love that you said that anal retentive. What about, (laughs) what about following the program, the way it was designed is, is anal retentive. Why is your brain? Yeah. Why is your brain telling you that? I'm curious. Mm, Well, that's the thing It's because it's, I see it as very strict. Okay. And I see it as um, consuming a lot of energy from me in having to do that. Okay. Um, versus 
um, yeah, versus just going with the flow. Okay. And what would going, cause you, I want you to know, and for anyone listening right now, you have options. Like I started Mm -hmm. with, we coach so many different programs. And so if this is holding you back or blocking you, you could, you could switch to a different plan. I'm going to share with you the, like what that would look like, because what we don't want to do is coach you like what we call five in one gel or five in one hell where <laughs> you got to do this. And I'm a loser. If I don't, there's a time and place, but Lynn, the anal retentiveness, the strictness, the structure. So let's say that like anal retentive is kind of negative. I'm not, I don't have feeling around that, but when you tell your brain that it's negative and when you tell that it's really restrictive or strict, that probably also elicits a negative response. Does it? I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, yes, it can. That's why I think maybe I'm avoiding that. Yeah. Right. And you also like, use the words, it's not fun. Like, yeah, anal retentive and strict is like not fun. Right. Right. So then it was like, well, then, you know, I don't want to be in that negative headspace. So I'm going to just kind of flow with it a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, um, so I guess the, like the planning aspect, yeah. I, I mean, I do plan. I mean, I've got my bars and every nook and cranny and my wherever they can be. Right. Like, <laughs> so I try to do that. I think it's more the meals. It's the it's the, you know, going to Moscow brewery after work. That's just down the road, <laughs> you know, kind of yes. thing. It's uh, because my husband says, Hey, you want to go grab a beer after work? And I was like, how do I say no to that? Yes. You know, um, it's the, um, you know, I mean, he's an amazing cook, so I don't want to offend him by not eating his food as well. You know, those sorts of things. So that's like where I say in terms of, I don't want it to be a, a negative thing. Right. I want to to just go with the flow. Yeah. What, what if, what if structured was actually freedom? What if there was a way, because, because again, back to the choices, you can follow a very structured nutrition plan and get very structured 10 pound a month results. Mm-hmm. So structure provides freedom or it can, and it can provide freedom very quickly. Because we know you said 10 pounds. I mean, that could happen yeah. in a month with yeah. anal retentiveness, strictness, and structure in mm-hmm. your right. Mm-hmm. But what happens is in a negative headspace and really wanting to flow, that gives you flowy results. And there's nothing wrong with either. Right. And really the coaching on this comes back to getting beyond clear with what you want your goal to be. Do I want to lose this 10 pounds in one month? Know that it's going to be very structured and that I'm going to be saying no to beer and flexibility and flow with my husband. You could even take it so far to get his buy-in and say, Hey, for a month, I'm committed to doing this. How can we have fun and it not be about beer or food for just this month, right? It could Mm -hmm. look like that. Or it could look like getting together with Carrie and um, Kaylee, and they could coach you on one of our three and three programs, which you'll lose about a pound a week or a pound and a half a week. And 
you could drink the beer and you'd still be collecting data and noticing what happens. But it's, I personally think the three and three is more structured because you're counting more and doing more. Um, and the five and one for me provides freedom. But I think until, until you offer your brain an alternative, it's going to keep bringing you back to this, this space that isn't serving you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, could, you could just switch it up and see what your brain tells you. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about that? Um, yeah, it was suggested. I talked with Carrie about that. So that oh. was really good. So we had talked about that, but you know, like, yeah. I'm but just... so why'd you decide not to do it? Yeah. I, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> why why decide not to you know because like because I think partly you know you like you get going in the the flow of things and it's then all of a sudden that's all of it right it's it's then like you're out of your habits yeah and the habit is gone (laughs) I would recommend just in the essence of time one getting together with Carrie and Kaylee they're so good at coaching Mm -hmm. you on this one-on-one but I really think what's happening here um, without, without knowing you and your, in your, in your full goals. But I think what's really happening is that you're not really in touch with what's possible and element one and element two of the life book. And when that can kind of come alive for you and you can really gain clarity on what's possible, your brain will choose to accept either path a or path B based on the clarity of the vision of what's possible. And so your first step is to really get clear. What do I want to see happen by the end of November? And what do I want to see happen by the end of December? And then you get to decide what am I willing to do based on that goal? And if it takes six months instead of one month, are you willing to do that? Right. And again, um, your coaching team is going to be able to help you with those specifics um, and really serve you in deciding that. But your first work, of course, is figuring out why, why is it even worth it? Because right now you're just like, "Eh, if it happens, it happens, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, it's more like, yeah, I've got my feelings. I'm ready to go, but there's like the add-ons I know well you're not alone there's a a reason this rolls off our tongue you're not alone I mean everyone on here could blink and say I hear you the thing is that I really want to serve everyone listening is the fuelings are amazing I love them but they are not magic so using the fuelings correctly is the magic and just sort of eating them will just sort of kind of get you goals. Um, And so again, really coming back to what is my goal? Why is this worth it? And what am I willing to do? That's going to help you decide if maybe a three and three plan or a four and two, or maybe the five and one, like, and Kaylee and Carrie can outline, if you stick to the five and one, 10 pounds will be done in a month. If you do the four and two, it might take, you know, like eight weeks. She can, she can lay that all out for you. So your brain at that point has the data and can, and, and then they can tell you if you do this, this will allow for, you know, a beer or two a week. And that, that'll really give you a little bit of love and grace to be a part of the human experience and make a good choice. Thanks. 
Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for that question, especially as we go into the holidays. I'm not trying to promote everyone just jump on the three and three. What I'm trying to say is that if you're trying the five and one and she's already connected with her coach, she keeps trying. What we don't want to have happen is for people to think they're big fat losers because they can't just do the five and one. There's a time and season for it. And sometimes it means trying a different program, staying in the community, staying in the thought work, and really choosing to find and collect data in other wins. And it might not be the scale for a season. And that's okay, right? Because again, back to these things, we're in it for the long game. It takes time. We're learning to evaluate and we're spending time looking at what's working, what's not working, and what am I willing to do different? So Lynn, for you right now, what's not working is you're not staying true to your nutrition plan, right? Um, what is working is you're in pursuit of health goals, but what's not working is the five and one. What am I willing to do differently? You're not really quite sure about that yet because you're not sure where the gaps are and why you're not doing the five and one. So get really clear on that with your coach team and you'll know the answer. And then you'll evaluate, 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 and it'll be super fun. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) You're awesome. And we got to get together sometime. I know you're in my town. All right. We'll cross paths eventually. Yes, we will. (laughs) All right. That's our coaching call for today. I'm not going to go back through the announcements. Just know that we have them and you guys have a great week. Bye y'all.